Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 45 of the Seam Sketchy Podcast. I'm Kyle Bray, alongside... Garo, Gbaz, Baz, Kyle, we made the Spidey Mitchell numbers. Donovan Mitchell and Romeo Langford, don't forget. Shout out. I mean, it's funny because we've hit the point we're so far along in this that we're starting to, like, not remember who's what numbers. So, like, I looked up on the basketball reference page. There's some pretty pretty good people that wore 45. I mean, you got Jordan for that one year. Jordan. Um, who else was on there? Uh, you, you got some Celtics legends like uh, Gerald Wallace and Rafe LaFrance. Tyler Zeller, our boy, who we met in the Burlington Mall one time. Yeah, just signed a contract. Yeah, no, no, Spurs. J.R. Smith's going to sign with the Lakers. Yeah, oh, that's crazy, though. Also, for and speaking of Lakers, A.C. Green is, like I guess, like the big guy. Mm-hmm. The, the legend who wore up. Remember, who's the one other name on here that it was a total meme? Henry Bibby. Ah, yeah, Mike Bibby's dead. Shut oh, out. God. Um, and Kadeem Allen, who I think I don't know if he was—he was on the Celtics. I don't know. Was he the dude that got arrested? I—I I don't. I don't think he was. Why do we have like fifty Allens on the Celtics? If he was Tony, the if, if he was the the well, yeah, I mean, he was definitely worse than. Oh, Rick Smith was the other one who was really good at work. Mm. But you know, oh, and a guy named Bob Rule. Good for him. Bob but yeah, Rule. so episode forty-five of the Seam Sketchy podcast—that's our normal like little basketball intro that we do for every episode. <laughs> um. And today we're going to be doing a fun episode. It's sort of an episode I think that when we it happens a lot of the times where we'll mention something before, like on our previous episode. Oh, we should do that. Like yeah, you, yeah. Us planning it while like we're in the middle of the show. This was literally something that I thought of like during or I don't even know if it was me, but we last. thought of it during the thing during our last episode, and we were like, well, nothing dropped, so let's do it. We're going to do a classic review of flower boy i think this is yes. our it's well it's a classic review also i don't know do we want to say it's a rear no it's a classic review it's not a review. it's it's a, it's a classic review because it came out like right it came out then a couple months later this show came about so like no 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 that was 2017 flower boy oh, was a year before a year, a like, year yeah I, yeah but yeah so this is this classic review of flower boy by tyler the creator an album that we both love that's very yeah. important to us um, and it's, and I mean, it's a fantastic album. And I'm sure for most of our like our list core listener base, mm-hmm. this is also a very Mother. important album to you. I'm guessing because yeah. if you're friends with us, you're probably listening to the show. And if you're listening to the show, you probably found out like through people who are friends with us. And everyone, I pretty much everyone I know loves. I don't think I know anyone who dislikes this album. Yeah, so, like not, not like maybe not like loves the album, but like can't say anything bad about the album. Oh yeah, definitely. Know? But hey. Enough of the chit-chat. Let's hit the intro music and let's start talking about it. Shall we do it? Let's do it. So now that we've got through that, let's, well, that let's little, get right into it. I mean, we're, we're not talking about anything else right now. I mean, I guess just like quick things, just like, hey, NBA, MLB, they're coming back. J.R. Smith coming back to basketball. Super excited. Celtics should, Celtic yeah. should uh, sign Isaiah Thomas, you know. If, Bro, that'd be or, nuts. Or just yeah, anyone just like, should sign Isaiah Thomas at this point. Like, please yeah. give this man a job. The man my, play. My, my boy. But, yeah. Flower boy. What's going on? What's up with you, Kyle? What's up oh, with how are you feeling? Oh, I'm feeling good. I'm chilling. Yeah, you yeah. know, I've, I'm started work again. You know, getting the bread. It's really the matters. Bread. 
getting the Same bread, brother. making, you know, toasting bread, making bread, you know, that's how it works, working in the kitchen. Shout, out. Shout out, Jared. Shout out, Jared, yeah. Make well, actually, bread. it's funny, our uh, our, our homie, Jared Pianodosi of Pianodosi Bread, the restaurant I work at actually uses Pianodosi Bread. Fire. So, you know, but, keeping, but yeah, Kyle. keeping it in the family. Keeping the family, keep the family close. Shout yeah. out, Drake. But today, Kyle, you know, we're talking about an album that means a lot to both of us, you know, we said that five times because Drake isn't you know, on it. <laughs> it's no cap. Yeah, Drake's not on it. Flower Boy with Tyler the Creator. So this came out, um, I want to say May or June of 2017. Definitely uh, 2017. When we were graduating high school. So, yeah. So we were graduating. We were graduating high school when this came out. So, you know, it was a big moment of our lives when this was coming out. Yeah. Um, it was uh, Tyler's return to not return but like i want to say that that would be his third his, studio album are you counting goblin as a studio album i'm not but maybe it is kind of as well. oh, july 21st close. it dropped like a couple days before my birthday oh i wanted to okay yeah, you're probably right because uh, you know i because igor dropped like in may yeah That's why i got that confused but yeah i mean are you counting wait wait are you counting goblin as an album or no or mixtape yeah. Let's, I, don't, I don't know what he counts it as, but I think I think it's, it's an, an album. album. Yeah, so that so would be that so that would be, that was yeah, it's fourth. So it drops every two years, twenty twenty one, maybe every two years. Let's go. Um, like, let's start off by explaining like what when this initially dropped. What were we doing? What was our lives like? Where like how did this when we first listened to this album? Like, can you remember where you were? I not vividly. I remember this dropped. It was around my birthday. So at this point. I was 2017. Where was I working at the time? That's uh, it. All depends on where I was working. Mm. Oh, I think I was still working construction. So, yeah, no, I was working construction, and I remember I didn't initially like. I didn't listen to it when it first dropped because I mean I liked Tyler because like I was introduced to him around Goblin when I was like younger with my friends. Like I remember me and my friends watched the Yonkers video, and we were like, "Yo, Yo. this is the craziest thing ever!" and yeah. Then, you know, when, when we met in middle school and like, you know, I've like you and a bunch of other people like were running with odd future for a while. So I was exposed to odd future through you guys just like hang out with you guys. But I was never like a huge hardcore Tyler guy, mostly because mm-hmm. I remember when I was trying to get into him, it was when cherry bomb dropped and I wasn't like huge on cherry bomb, <laughs> but, um, yeah. which now I am. I love, I love that album. Like in hindsight, I love that album. But when it first came out, I wasn't huge on it. Just, and I also, yeah, yeah. I also wasn't big on rap when that came out. Like I was still like in my, like, I, I was still much more into indie music. I guess I'll listen to a bunch of rap, but like, wasn't my main genre. Um, and mm-hmm. I remember just like, either you or Will told me to listen to it. Cause you're like, yeah, it came out and it's really good. And I listened to it and I just, I loved it. I loved it. Oof. What about you? Where are I think I was like working on my dad's. This was like the first summer that I was actually working there full time. Um, getting ready to go to college and like life change and shit. Like seeing my friends move away, but I was still staying at home. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, I think a lot of it just went like, yeah, of course, like you were saying, Tyler means a lot. Like I remember first time I was listening was like Yonkers and shit, but first time I was actually into like Tyler's Tyler and Odd Future and listening to wolf and goblin was like eighth grade yeah. that was when um was, oldie dropped. When it all started when oldie dropped fucked up oldie song bro fucked up oldie song if you know you know <laughs> if you but do. um yeah so then you know i kind of like throughout high school he was like um the out, i want to say the outlier and like 
the genre, at least in, from, it was the outlier of the music that my friends were listening to or people I knew that were listening to. So I really was attracted to that. It's like the beginning of high school to like 10th grade. Yeah. And yeah, this is when I dropped like Cherry Bomb. And that was just crazy. Cause like, I think what he initially dropped like, um, uh, fucking young. And then he dropped the rest like that. I think that came out yeah. first and then he dropped the album. And then when this dropped, great song yeah, with was, questionable lyrics. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, but yeah, then when Flower Boy dropped, it was yeah, it was just like a transition, transi- transitionary uh, moment of our lives. And then I think, you know, it was just summer. So like, yeah. And that, and that, I think we're gonna get into this is like, uh, essence of like a summer album. I feel like it also. I think well, there are two sort of like broad things about the album that stick out to me. Is you mentioned it was like something that we all listen to. I think it was kind of like a common denominator between all of us. Yeah. Cause I feel like, especially in high school, like we all listen to pretty much the same stuff now, but like when we were still like getting to know each other a lot, like in middle school and high school, we, cause I mean, like for people who don't know, like we are like friend group is comprised of people that all went to different elementary schools pretty much. So like, we didn't really know, like there are very few, like everyone has like their own, like sort of like day ones, like people they were originally friends with, but then like, then we all sort of met in middle school and became like a bigger group. But yeah. Like, we all listen to our own stuff. Like, you listen to a lot of just, like, you know, like, rap. I was very into indie. Willie was very much into, like, grunge, like, from another of our friends. And But, like, Tyler was, like, that sort of that one – and, like, Odd Future mm-hmm. was that one artist that we all mutually listen to. Yeah. Um, and I think also at the same time, it kind of fits as a as a transition. Oh, my God. I just started pouring outside my room right now. <laughs> Oh, my really? god sorry to just jump out that oh my it's been such a weird day it's been raining on and off but mm-hmm. it's kind of a transition period for us but also a transition period for tyler too and like that's like a big thing that you know this album that stands out about this album um and honestly i think right now before i start talking about it like broadly unless you're unless you want to keep talking about it i think we should just get straight into the song because i kind of want to just yeah. go through every song because like this album is like i mean i want to talk about the the impact of this album as a whole, it has to do with like sort of the concept of it. It's Tyler and, and you were, you were woke to this when it first dropped mm-hmm. was it's about like a car ride. And I didn't yeah. so I, like, I, I picked up on that, but I never really understood like the full concept until I listened to shout out another podcast dissect. They did a full season on flower boy. It's incredible. If you really like flower boy, go listen to that because I learned yeah. so much more about this album from listening to that. Um, and Did you appreciate it more. Oh yeah, definitely. Well, it, it cause he like he's knows a lot more about like music and like theory than i do so like he goes into a lot of that stuff and i learned a lot from that like pretty much every song on this album is like part of like this one chord progression that he does on the first song but like every song has it but it's different in a way so it's like depending on like the emotion of the song is a different way that the the chord progression goes which is kind of cool um but it's about him confronting himself you know like the whole thing he talked about a lot with cherry bomb was like he made an album where it wasn't about, it had nothing to do with him. It was just all about like, you know, he just wanted to make music production. Yeah. Yeah. He just wanted to make stuff, you know, and just like not have to think about it. But this album was all about him. And that was one of the things that really stood out to me when I first listened to it. Cause I just knew Tyler, excuse me. I knew Tyler as the sort of just like, dude, he had, he had cool beats, but he was just really edgy and just like said stuff to like get a rise out of people. But I didn't really know anything about like him, him and this album. I mean, that's kind of the whole point of it. You, it, it's a real change of pace because it was really him opening up about like you know issues in his life and like you know confronting them. I mean, obviously the biggest thing being his his loneliness and his sexuality. I mean, the the mm-hmm. man came out in this album and it was that was Literally. huge. That was that huge. Because I mean, like 
from him, like being a, obviously it's hard to be, you know, in hip hop and be out, but also for him to be like a young black man being out in this genre, like it's not very easy, like to face a lot of hardships for that. And it took a lot of courage, especially for him building sort of his base off of, you know, he was very homophobic back in the day and whatnot. Hmm. And like, you know, it, it was yeah, just interesting no. to see that, that development. It was definitely, I mean, he had like, like a lot of those undertones and I think his, um, that also ultimately did attract a certain fan base that was like that. Yeah. Um, so when that came out, and that, like, like basically oh, the, gr- the, trend, the great schism of Tyler fans. Literally. I mean, think about it from like Wolf to Cherry Bomb, he didn't lose a lot of fans from like Cherry, from like Goblin to Wolf, he didn't lose a lot of fans, but from like, yeah, from, um, Cherry Bomb to Flower Boy. It was a big drop off of the older people because that was like, yeah, again, yeah, that was the big like schism. This is like, this is not, this is different. And so, coming my perspective of being like an old head, but whatever, like the way I saw it was, yes, in the beginning, I was like, like, yeah, like I like this soft shit, but it's like, where, where is the stuff I, I knew or I've loved in the past? And it wasn't yeah. until later on that it's like, oh, I, I kind of get it. It's like he gave us all of that like hardcore like edgy shit edgy shit like back then and like that's enough like that's what he gave us that's what we have for now that's not what a that's not what he wants to do anymore because he's he's explicitly he's explicitly said that but also it's like b he's like this is more of what i want to do we don't need any more of that of me and i don't want to produce more music like that of me i want to do this more like soft like kind of like I don't say bedroom pop, but it's like bordering the line. No, I mean, it, 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 it had a lot of like, sort of like that, the way that pop and indie was going at the time. Yeah. That sort of lo-fi-ness. It had a little bit of influence from that. It still had a lot of his, you know, his classic stuff with his sampling and the way that he composes. But it definitely had a oh, lot of I mean, Rex yeah. Orange County, I mean, if you want to go into the, into the song, song things, the first, the first song on here, um, uh, Forward, Forward, featuring Rex Orange County, um, yeah no oh what what a great start i mean and that's another thing like tyler has always been known for being like a great producer and he he yeah. i think he tested a lot of people on cherry bomb and there are certainly some songs that didn't work but i thought there were a lot of really interesting ideas in that album that i thought he did a great job on and this out mm-hmm. al- this album was just him really flexing it i mean and rex orange county is great on this and it has like th- this I love it sort of like with the idea of this being a forward where it's kind of like, this is like outside of the album. Like it's just sort of like a little intro. Like the album like kind of really starts on like where this flower blooms, but like he's, he spits facts on this one. I mean, even some like relevant ones now where he's like, how many riots will there be until the black lives matter? You know, like how yeah. would that be right now? I mean, that's like a, that's like a rallying call right now, you know, really. But yeah. And, like for, for me, in regards to this song, this was the first time listening to Rex Orange County. I think that goes for a same. lot of people. No, same. A lot of my people. First time as well. Great debut for this guy because, like, him with that with the chorus. I mean, he, of course, he's he's in a more popular chorus later on, but yeah. um, that he killed it, and people are like, the way he he mixed Rex into like this type of music that he's starting this new new type of music he's trying to, he's starting to do it of course was like seamless like it worked really well yeah it's like his voice was like another instrument i think a lot of people love rex for that and of course like he's huge now i think off of this album oh yeah no i mean it introduced both of us to him and i love him he's a great artist yeah. I, 
I, I would probably never have heard of well, I know I definitely would have heard of him eventually, but I wouldn't have heard of him when I did if not for yeah. this. Album. And like going off of what you were saying about like this album was more about him, like yeah, he's talking about like what if I what if I crash like he's talking about his car accident that he had. Remember? He almost yeah. like what is I think it's Tesla. So like he's referencing that, he's referencing what if the car did crash? What if I like like what if the pedal was the gas or no, whatever, that's, or the that's the November. Is that November? Yeah. Oh that's my god. Not, I'm blinking. That's not forward. But yeah. But so forward, yeah. great way to start off the album. It's got like this weird sort of like dun 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 in the background that kind of like gets it going. And it's sort of uh it's it, it, it's just a great way to start off the album. And then you go straight into where this flower blooms. Bro. Which I mean you get Frank just straight off the bat. My man said chirp chirp. Chirp chirp. <laughs> run it, run it, run it. Yeah, no, great chorus on that. And that's another thing. Like, <laughs> The hooks on this album were all like pretty much fantastic. Oh yeah. Um then, yeah. It's funny because early on I feel like Where This Flower Booms wasn't one of my favorites, which I was weird. I don't know why. Like for some reason, I feel like when I first listened to it, I didn't save it. So then whenever I would go back and listen to it, it would never pop up. Or like when I was listening to like my like playlist, it wouldn't pop up. But in retrospect, one one of my favorites on this album. Just mo- mm-hmm. partially because of Frank, but you know, de- it's yeah, not like top yeah. five, but it's yeah. great. But um, um, but yeah, I mean, in regards to like that song, I think, I think, I think, uh, I think I heard this in the dissect, um, uh, the dissect podcast. Podcast. Uh, they're saying how like Frank just came in and just like did like the chirp chirp thing, or Tyler told him like, or maybe Tyler tweeted this. He said like, oh, this guy just did like the chirp chirp um like verse or whatever and just dip like he didn't like he didn't put a lot of effort into it but like it just worked it just worked great it just worked great it did. and th- that reminds me of um one of my f- other favorite things with this album was how he had that that finsta account scum fuck flower boy yeah that which was the like, original title of the song but i'm sorry the original title of the um album by the way um yeah and how like going back you could see all the clips of like you saw like rex orange county recording the the hook on that and frank recording yeah. it was really cool to see like the behind the scenes on that mm. and so like where this flower blooms is like sort of like the thematic start and then it goes straight into sometimes which obviously just like an interlude but you know a solid interlude sometimes I good vibes you got shane powers back on there the the goat the man the myth the legend bro like cherry bomb tyler if you fuck this up yeah bro, remember he was uh, i forget what song it was on cherry oh bomb, but but then he's I, I think it was also the, I think it was also the third song. Let me check. No, it was the second song. It was on Buffalo. Mm. But then, yeah. But then, after sometimes, boom. I mean, yeah. You, you you get into one of the like the the monoliths of this album, like one of the Bro. quintessential tracks. Well, quintessential track for his discography. See you again, featuring Bro. Queen Kaliuchis. Queen, which you know we fell in love with her off of fucking young. Like most people did, um, but it's just this song. Yeah, it's just so twenty twenty like, vision, man. Like, like, yeah, facts, right? Shout out, shout out your playlist. But like, off of just right, let's talk about Kaliuchi. Since we're talking about her, let's talk about her like chorus, right? Like, can I get it? Like that, like the bridge from like, and I, what I love about Tyler. He always talks about like the bridge of songs. Like that's like his favorite part yeah. about it. I think you can like agree. But I mean, I don't want to get into like top threes, but you know. 
Oh, no, definitely. I mean, the drums on this, Kaliuchis' singing on this is fantastic. I mean, she's great. Yeah. I loved her album. It got me into her, too. Like, there were a lot of artists that I think I, mm. like, got into because of this album. Um, Steve Lacey was another one of them. He's a, We'll talk about him a little bit later. Yeah. But, you know, this is, like, the love song that he's writing to, like, the person that he's in love with, which at the time, like, we, they don't know that it's a that it's a guy, you know? But it's, like, and it goes well with the next track on here, which is one of the couple, like, there aren't a lot of aggressive quintessential mm-hmm. Tyler tracks on this, but this yeah. was um, uh, one of them. that boy. Yeah. Um, well, it's is. sort of like, it's, it, and, and this is where it ties into the whole, like, overarching theme of the album, but you have, like, See You Again, which is him being very, like, vulnerable, and then you have Who That Boy being, like, you know, him trying to be, like, oh, no, but I'm not that. I have this bravado. I'm going to project myself and be, like, super angry and angsty. Yeah. Where he has a lot of his, like, you know, like, some of his, like, edgier bars are on this track, too. Um, and a great feature from ASAP Rocky, of course. You know, Wang Sap on a bumper sticker. Wang Sap, bro. When did that drop in? But so, also, this music video is fucking weird. Who that boy? I thought you were about to say, well, because I was like, the music video for See You Again is awesome. And then you no, get no, the Who that boy no. one, which is just, that boy? Which is just strange. Strange. But hey, quintessential Tyler, though. Like going back to making weird, edgy music videos, having the, like, the angry, aggressive bars on it. Um, and then after this boom, I, I remember originally I didn't like this song because I was like, oh, the bass I on it? no, but no, I thought, no, just like the song in general because I was like, oh, bro, I thought we we're doing like the soft like album type stuff and like what is this yeah. like ruining it but i'm like this is like i think this is like trolling tyler in a sense like because he's a huge troll yeah. right so this is like i think this is tied into that but it is also just like oh like don't worry like i have lost like my roots you know it was interesting i think on dissect they talked about how he originally made this beat i think for schoolboy q and then he kept mm. it for himself because he really liked it but i love like sort of the um just like the just like the the intro of this song is so cool because it's just like it's creeping it's going you're like yeah. it's coming and then just these thundering thundering bass hits just come in and really just drive the song mm-hmm. but it's 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 awesome like it's it was it, it's a great song it's a good song to like blast in your car most oh, yeah. like the build up to it and then it just comes mm-hmm. in just oh that boy who him is who I remember is. remember I, I always forget that we like we saw him live. But like this song, yeah, he played I, this. The song was awesome. Oh my god, unbelievable, disgusting, literally. And it's because it's one uh. of those hype ones. And then it goes into the next track, <laughs> which Uh-oh. which plays into it. Which in, like in the narrative, it's supposed to be like he's like driving on who that boy, and he's like driving his sports car really fast, being all braggadocious. And then he hits a pothole, and he like comes back down to reality. And so this is like it's him coming back, and he's sort of looking in, bro into in I, on himself yeah. on this one with your boy Jaden smith Jaden smith i mean i'll get into that but one thing i loved about it it, it is one of my my favorite not of the of this album but like a good it's a good intro where like the drums like yeah no that's true you know you know like that's like so catchy like i remember i that's always like in my head like that beat like i can always remember that um i think the drums are go crazy on this um it was this song like the title of the song and like obviously listening to it that i'm like oh this is like that car theme. Obviously, yeah. like, going off of Who That Boy with the, like literally a car noise driving away yeah. to this. Oh, you get it. Jaden, you know, he just hopped on the chorus, but he still killed it. This is when I was like a, um, on a really big Jaden high. Oh, like, yeah. Because Sire, Sire dropped 2017, right? Yeah, yeah. When he dropped Sire, so I was like, oof, just kiss. Now it's like, yeah. Uh, it's funny, like, though, uh, because this song, 
was originally not one of my favorites and i think like it still is like probably towards the bottom on this album for me but the message on it i think is one of the more like important ones i took to heart um Mm -hmm. because i remember i don't know if you remember my oh my god my cat's here (laughs) i don't remember do you remember the article i wrote about igor yeah so originally that was a much longer piece because i was talking about just like tyler in general not igor i wrote a lot about this song and because i like after listening to igor i went back and listened to this one a lot and this song has a lot where he's sort of talking about like the people in his life and how he has these like toxic people in his life that are like trying to drag him down and i remember Mm -hmm. like sort of listening to that and where i was at the time it was one of those things where like that song kind of like kicked me in the ass because i was kind of like hey like where i was at the time i was like hey stop like like i saw myself and the people he was talking about and i was like you don't want to be that person because people are just going to cut you off you know like and that was another thing that pushed me a lot to like you know change and whatnot so like i like this song like well it's not one of my favorites on the album musically i think like message wise it's one of the most important ones for me because i just like okay yeah don't want to be a pothole you know you want to be potholes keep driving man you don't want you want to be like one line i love is like uh snakes in the grass so i fuck like fuck off something like that that's like sort of the, that's little that, that's yeah. little bridge you talk about bridges that's little bridge part where like the beat switches up and it, it, i think it's like yeah, the, the, the uh yeah. the chord progression i believe on that song on for most of the song is down but that's the one part where it starts going up which is interesting yeah. it was just like a little bit of like you know boost of confidence on pothole mm. and then after pothole you get into pretty much the most important song on this album yep track seven yep. garden shed which is the song where he officially sort of comes out and you know talks about um you know him being oh, so is is he bi or is he gay i still don't fully know this he i mean obviously he hasn't explicitly said it yeah. again Tyler is, he comes out as bi or gay and yeah. especially is expressed that he has had you know romantic feelings for men and then like i remember uh it was the thing so the feelings for for the garçons the feelings i've been hiding you know like it's one of those yeah. things where he's talking about sort of like the shed or like the closet that he's been in and it's him opening it and it's a beautiful song too. One of the most, one of the best, I think songs like production wise on this, you know, with mm-hmm. a stell on it. Like it was like, I was like, don't, kill, don't, a rose, don't kill a rose before it can bloom. Um, it's just sort of that whole intro going up to him, just like spitting this incredible verse where he really confronts these, uh, these feelings that he's been pushing Pushed down and he finally yeah. just sort of opens up and lets them go, you know? Yeah. I mean, shout out Estelle, American boy, go. Yeah. Oh yeah. But it's also like, God tier song. it's also, god here but it's also like yeah it's like garden shed you know he's, he's expressed like I, again i don't know what song but he's like yeah like there were the beaches i was in the the woods and the flowers and stuff like that's his so garden shed it made sense like that's like um the imagery of that it yeah. made sense and then bro the freaking guitar riff yeah at the end of this are you kidding me dude so good no that's it's like oh, overall bro. it's like musically probably other than other than maybe um 911 Mr. Lonely I think musically this was probably like the best song on there lyrically it, it's the most important lyrically oh yeah li- oh, I mean, definitely you could argue you could argue like lyrically this is his most important song oh yeah I mean you it's know? it's 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 him coming out and it's and that was huge yeah. I mean you know for like for being who he was in the music industry at that point yeah. like the song was huge and then he he references it later on uh November um, where he says like yeah, yeah. all my day ones turn to day three or four because of track seven. Seven, fuck. Where he's kind of just being like, you know what? Like, I don't really care if like people are gonna people are gonna bail on me for this. Like, this is important for me to get out, you know. And then after Garden Shed, Kyle, 
Or another like like mental song. Yeah, on this album. Not even not even for Tyler. This song, just again going back to Rex. This song skyrocketed Rex. This was like his shining moment of this album. Yeah. Right? Bro, the just the accuracy of it. Like you just like find some time and do something do something that you love. It's just like yeah. straight facts and it's straight like and again, going back to the time and place, shout out KKB, but where we yeah. where we were, where we were when this dropped, it's like, yeah, we're again, we're in a transitionary period. We're we're graduate we graduated school, now we're gonna go to college. It's like a lot of stuff's going on. Like, let's just, you know, it's kind of boring because we're still waiting. For, like, we're so excited yeah. to go to school and stuff. So it's like, we're just... So that like lull, a, lull period where we graduated yeah. and haven't gone, gone yet, yeah. Literally, it's like, it's like, it is that sort of boredom, but it also is like that, like, let's find some time. Let's, like, do something while we're here, while we're together. Like, we don't know what the future holds for us, but let's just be here right now, you know? Yeah. Enjoy, uh, enjoy right now today. <laughs> ooh, we'll get into that. Yeah. But phenomenal song. Like, Oh, I yeah, just, no. Probably my just, favorite song from the album. I always get butterflies listening to it. Like, oh, I mean, it's it's it, so it, it's the it's the quintessential sort of just like chill, relax. Like it is yeah. a song you listen to when you're bored because you want to relax. But you know, it's him sort of talking about how like you know he is bored all the time because he kind of like is closing people out because like you know he comes out on Garden Shed and he's saying like this is something that's been weighing on me for a while and like I've been bored because like you know. It, it's been weighing on me for so long that I like I'm pushing people away and, you know, I don't know what to do. And yeah. it's, it's, it's a good follow-up song for this. And, you know, probably one of my favorites on the, on, on the entire album. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's definitely understandable. And I, I, I ultimately would agree. Now, again, here we come with another boom bappy song. Yeah. Another aggressive I got bro. So this is, it's another one where he's like, you know, he's, it's and, and this is another sort of duality, you know, because he's like boredom, like I'm bored, like people don't want to hang out with me. He's like, I ain't got time. Like, oh, I'm not not hanging out with people because like, you know, I don't like them, but because like, you know what? Like, I, I don't have time for these people. You know what? Like, I'm not going to give them my time, you know, because he's, he's sort of him mad. It's him projecting his anger again. This was the first thing where people started hinting about it. Uh, um, his sexuality was when he said, like, I've been kissing white boys since 2004. And because this is one of the original Whoa. singles. This is the one yeah, of the original yeah, singles, yeah, yeah. and everyone was kind of like, uh, "Come again?" Whoa! I've been kissing my boys since 2004. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, and th- this one also not one of like my favorites on this one, but still, still good. I mean, the sample on this one, the it's I forget what it's from, but it's something like Mediterranean. The the dun 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 dun. One of the best yeah. uses of sampling on this album. I think that's that's what makes this beat so cool. But then it's just got like, you know, the, the aggressive drums and then whatnot. Your quintessential yeah, angry Tyler track. Oh, yeah. And I mean, I think we both agree that we like, we like, um, like, if we're, if we're talking in regards to Who That Boy and, and I Ain't Got Time, because obviously they're kind of similar vibe. Yeah. I think we agree Who That Boy is better because, like, yeah. oh, we talked about it. But again, still great. Now, Kyle, transitioning to a song. That arguably is my favorite for multiple reasons that I'm going to explain yeah. to you. Nine one one dash Mr. Lonely. His tenth track, which is always a double double one, featuring Steve Lacey and Frank Ocean, and and then this also tying in like narratively, like now he's like I ain't got time, and now he's like, well, now I you know I pushed everyone away, now I'm really sad because I'm I'm Mr. Lonely, you know. He's <laughs> going through a lot of emotions. Yeah. Um, I think this was a they dropped he dropped the music video for this great music video. 
remember it's like it's like him in the garden it's like it's like three of him but i don't i definitely watched it i'm not remembering yeah it though. yeah loki like went um that kind of inspired me i mean like it was you brought the idea when we did the bass car shoot but like when you said to do like the three shots like that's how i was like oh sure i want to do like how he did it because like oh, okay. he had it like he had it like you know how ours it was like rob was like on the right and left it was back but in the front one he's it was forward that's yeah. kind of how that was shot like the middle one yeah. was like farther away but the other two were like next to close to the screen God, that's that how i kind of like imagined it it was a great shot but originally this is my favorite beat probably that tyler has ever made the, yeah like that because for multiple reasons one i've heard that beat before multiple people have heard that beat before that beat is from his golf wing fashion show that was on youtube he that was like the music just like that beat and this was like 2016 2015 so this is before flower boy dropped and i think it was 2016 and i was like bro he needs to drop like that instrumental or something because it was so good yeah like i don't know if you've seen that that show i've not seen it no it's so good it's just like it's such a it's really like just a bunch of friends just like showing off their other friends clothes and like thing was that like um um Lion, lionel was uh walking i think papa yeah. was walking um you know the kid you know the kid, you know, talk you know the, kid? the runway model is really interesting <laughs> oh you know the kid that looks like tyler the young kid yeah it's like his cousin or whatever yeah he was a while he walked to it was a great it was a great video it's like 40 minutes yay was in it because yay was at the show and like whatever yeah. it was a great video but like that's where that's where i heard the beat first so like when he finally dropped this i was like holy shit like he did it finally and and then yeah frank you have steve lacy shout out steve lacy he actually got into a car accident but he's fine you saw yeah. that yeah i saw that so glad glad, you know. glad to know that he's okay no i just also love this because like sort of the the contrast between the two beats like 911 is very much kind of like an r&b like you're jamming you're driving in your car and then mr lonely is like really aggressive lonely, lonely, with like lonely, lonely. with like bass hits and hi-hats going it's more of like a like sort of a trap rap song but it's got a the great um i just love it's just like i never had a pet you know the, that, that line. he's got some great he's got some great bars on this one definitely a standout Side note: Did um did Jasper end the song? Because you you know he's like damn, like whatever. That sounded like Jasper. I think. I don't. I don't know. I mean, it could have been. Uh, Who knows? He's credited. He's credited. Yeah. <laughs> but um. Yeah, I mean, do do you have anything? No. Yeah. No. I mean, man, the song means a lot to me. Um. Yeah. The tenth track. I almost always love the 10 track of Tyler's song, Wolf, freaking like Beamer Campfire, whatever. Um, yeah, oh, Beamer's shoot, great. Was, well, Fucking Young. That was a Yeah, Fucking Young, perfect. And then the last one was um, Gone, Gone. Thank you. Hot Take, which is like probably his worst 10 track. It's not bad, but it's his worst, I think. Hmm. I don't know. I don't remember what the I one on what Goblin I don't, was. I remember what the one I on Goblin, Goblin was, but. Yeah, I listened to Goblin forever. But yeah, I mean, and then next. My man's brings a legendary verse from Carter. Lil Wayne. Bro. Lil Wayne. On like, which like funny song, but like pretty forgettable. I don't like, I don't really ever listen to it. It's kind of more of like the interlude, but hey, I mean, Lil Wayne does drop a funny verse on it. Yeah. Bro. I, I forgot that Tyler actually rapped in this. I thought it was a, just a, a Wayne verse. No, yeah. He but, raps a little bit. He raps at the end. I totally forgot yeah. that he actually did that. Because then it goes straight into it. November. 
It's another one of oh. my favorite songs on this album. This was originally for the longest time was my favorite song on the album, just because of the, the yeah. message of it. Like the whole idea of like, oh, yeah. take me back to November, you know, take me back to those great times. And it's funny because one album that we both love that I introduced you to gets and Gilberto. I found out mm. about this album because of this song. Cause someone says like my November is when I got this gets and Gilberto album. And I remember then oh. I've like, I heard of that. And I was like, huh? Well, I remember I looked it up and I didn't listen to it. I was like, huh, mm, whatever jazz. Yeah. I'm going to do the jazz at this point. And then when we were, I was taking my jazz class, I saw that and I was like, Oh, now, now it's like, that. now it's like, now oh, it's like yeah. my favorite jazz album. Now I have it. Like, I have it on my record shelf over here. You know, like lucky. Stuff. my, my, I was my November when I found that gets and Gilbert now. Oof. I mean, yeah. And like you had like jazz for saying on for Sundays. You had like, I think it was Nikhil Smith. I think. I was saying like, oh, summer 2015 when I fell in love, whatever. And it's like so innocent. And again, my, my favorite was the last one, like the Miami Third Street. Every day was November. I'm pretty sure that was Clancy that said it. Yeah, yeah. Which Every is cool. Every day was November, bro. That was, and again, going back to, us graduating high school, that we, that song was like, oh, let's like let's like we would look back into, yeah, like Will's basement and like on a sophomore. When we're in software, like at night or some shit, going to Seven yeah. Eleven at like eleven p.m., like that's like our November type shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, shit like that. And even looking back to it, like now, I still think high school, some parts of it, were like our November, just like chilling, yeah. no definitely, responsibilities. Definitely not all of it, but some of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like no, I think the no responsibilities part, the just hanging out every weekend, not doing shit. You know, yeah. playing Skate Three, fucking like hanging skate out, out now. Like, Playing GTA, playing like 2K16. Yeah. You know? No, no, definitely. It's it's a very reminiscing track, you know. And then and after that, that, you have Glitter, which I feel like didn't don't you not like this song? Um, it's okay. I do, I do me. like this one. I think it's just like a sort of a fun way to end it. And this I is supposed went. to be like this is like the song that and like the narrative of it, November is himself like hyping himself up, and then he's like, you know what, fuck it, I'm gonna call the guy that I'm really into. And then this is like a song that he wrote about the guy um and then at the end obviously you have like the thing where like it just it didn't it didn't pick up which is just sad you know Mm. a little bit of comedy for tyler but yeah no good like sort of like chill like very r&b you know good 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 hook from from tyler and then it goes into after that it goes into enjoy right now today which is which he it's just a long instrumental which he said was supposed to be the credits like it's like if yeah. it was a movie, this would be the credit sequence. So it's just supposed yeah. to be just this nice instrumental to take you out, and it's and it's good. It's a good way to end it, and it yeah, ends with him getting out of the car. Yep, shut the, the doors. So car, you know, car hey, you got it. Like the car metaphors, man. So I mean, in regards to the car metaphor, so do you think like let's I mean let's take it away from what dissect said, but like it's like this car ride of like talking about himself, like Tyler. Yeah, I mean, it's it's because he talks a lot. I mean, he's always talked about cars a lot. So, like, cars, like, very important oh, yeah. to him. So, it's one of those things where, like, he is, like, in, in this car, I'd sort of clear his head. And it's, like, when he sort of realizes, like, you know what? Like, I need to be true to myself. And I need to, like, you know, confront these things that I've been pushing back and repressing for a while. Hmm. Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, overall, you know, like, this album is so important to me. Because, like, yeah. I've, I learned so much about myself from listening to it. I've learned so much about Tyler from listening to it. And I think as far as like Tyler needed this album, he needed this album to be yeah, made because I think we talked about this. Yeah. Post Cherry Bomb, people like 
were off of him. Like you said, like Flower Boy turned off a lot of people. Cherry Bomb, I think, definitely turned off more because I think people heard that and were kind of like, this album sucks, you know? Like people did not like what he did on it. And he talks about it. I forget yeah. what it was on which track specifically he mentions it, but he's like, he needed to do well on this album so that the fans wouldn't go away, you know? Because he was like losing fans from this album. Um, mm-hmm. And oh, yeah, he did say that. Yeah. I think that this album is also super important because of Igor. Like, you wouldn't have Igor without this album. Yep. Because, like, this was like the transition of you have some of the ideas of old Tyler and then yep. some of the ideas of new Tyler sort of meshing together on this. So you have Cherry Bomb being the end of old Tyler and this one's, and then Igor sort of being like the beginning of new Tyler and this sort of being that transition period of him moving on to that and like exploring different ideas, exploring more ideas about himself and talking more about himself on his songs. I think, like, I wonder. You know, what was happening to that guy after Cherry Bomb? Like, he probably thought, like, in regards to Tyler, he probably thought, like, what, what am I doing now? It's like, how yeah. do I get to the Grammy status that I wanted, like, forever? Yeah, and the, this was nominated that, for a Grammy, too. It was nominated for a Grammy, snubbed by freaking, uh, oh, who took it? Damn. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, no, it wasn't uh, really a snub, but... You know, so, yeah. I was happy to see him. And then he pulled up in the, what is it, the iced out communism, iced out yeah, Soviet lost. thing. Like, um, and then when he went to Igor, he was just wearing like his normal fit. Like, yeah, looked good. Uh, no, but I'm saying, yeah, you're right because Tyler, he, like, this album is his most important in his discography. And I know we're, we're going to, we're going to get into that. Yeah. But it's, yeah, it is that it bridges the gap between what he was and who his core was to what he wanted to do. And what he thought was the best for himself and for his future. And, like, yeah. ultimately, ultimately, his fan base now is, is, like, a billion times bigger than it was, like, post-Cherry Bomb. Yeah. You know? Um, and I think, you know, I don't be, like, a Tyler elitist, but, like, if you really like the guy, you really care about him, you're going to, like, listen to him regardless. And yeah. you're going you're gonna to accept his transition. And he did this to get where he wanted to be when he was, like, 18 years old, fucking making our future and shit. Like he's, de- he's he definitely to- happier now, you know. He's, he's happier. He's happier. You can actually explain his emotions more because then that's he's who he himself, is. You know, like he, he he shed off that that sort of facade that he had, and he's like, you know what? Like this is this is the real me. You know. Yeah. This album also, um, I'll say, like for me, like it's super important in a sense where it sort of marked a transition in my music taste because. Yeah. I think from listening to this album, I started to get into like that sort of this genre of music. I got into Rex Orange County. I started listening to Frank more because of this album because I wasn't like, yeah. I didn't like, like I was not a huge Frank Ocean person early on. Not that I didn't like him. I just never really listened to him. This album mm-hmm. made me really go back and listen to him more. And then it also started, this was sort of like the bridge into be getting into Brockhampton too. Because like yeah, yeah, yeah. this came out around the time when Brockhampton was getting big. It was Brockhampton was on a similar wave that Tyler was on at the time. And then we ended up seeing them too on the same day at Boston Calling a year later. So it's just like it was one of those things where like this marked me sort of shifting into what my music taste is now. Because then from there, oh, yeah. I went back, I listened to all the old Tyler albums. I listened to all the old odd future shit I hadn't listened to in forever. I got back into like I started listening, I got really into Earl Sweatshirt from this, you know, like it was it was huge. Literally. Oh, and I totally agree. I I my music taste definitely like went the better path. I remember at that time it was either Tyler and like soft shit, and it was like X and SoundCloud rap, very like different. Yeah. Of course, you know, one uh, like 
didn't end up so well, i.e. SoundCloud stuff. That's kind of like dead for me now. But through Tyler, you know, it was, that's why I, 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 I attribute a lot to like my music taste to that guy. Well, I was like, that's pretty basic thing to say. But like, you yeah. know what I'm saying? From no, that, from that, from that really? guy, like what branched off was Brockhampton, more Earl. I mean, I was already listening to Frank, but like, yeah. no, like I'm like listening to Frank now. More of like, it get like, um, how should I explain this? Pretty much when I was like, um, um, less resistant to change, meaning like when I accepted his change from Cherry Bomb to Flower Boy to Igor, I was able to like, my music taste can change. And now I'm like listening to, I'm obviously tame, which is basic shit, but like more Beach House. No, I'm, hey, like, well, I'm, I'm listening more for like, I'm like Grateful Dead and like freaking, um, uh, what else been listening? Yeah, whatever. Like I'm, it's John Mayer. It, it, John Mayer. Shout out on she's gonna love that one. But it was like a, a bubble that just like popped with this album. And, and that's what you were alluding to as well. Um, this yeah. seems a lot, you know? No, and then, and, you know, and you, the, you know yeah. I still think in my, opinion, say, like, it's, it's my favorite yeah. Tyler album. Like Igor has uh, a special yeah. place. And I think Igor is definitely still the best album he's made, but I think flower boy, even with all the things and like, I wrote a full fucking column explaining how much Igor means to me. But it will still never dethrone this one being my favorite. It will still never dethrone it. Yeah. This one will always be my favorite. There's just something about it that just is just undefeated whenever I listen to it. I think we both like we owe a lot to this album. No, we definitely. Owe a lot. You know, it changed our music taste will ultimately change ourselves because music's a big part of our lives, you know. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, let's get into the discography then. Yeah, and I think we're gonna be fairly similar, but I want you to go. I mean, I, in terms of my favorites, I would say it would be, would be number one. Igor would be number two. Wolf would be number three. Cherry Bomb would be number four, and then Goblin Bastard. But in terms of what I think are his best albums, Igor would be number one. Che- yeah. Flower Boy would be number two. Like this is not me thinking like personally. It's just like what I just think like musically. And then Wolf would be three, Cherry Bomb four, Go- and then Goblin Bastard. Actually, I, I don't know. Bastard and Goblin kind of fluctuate for me. They're pretty much the same thing to me because I haven't listened to those in forever. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, in regards to the personal one, I would do I would do Flower Boy number one as well for me. But then I would do Cherry Bomb because Cherry Bomb was – when Wolf came out, I wasn't like a 100% Tyler fan. But yeah. When Cherry, came, Cherry Bomb came out, it was like, it was like with, with – with you and Sat too, it's like, oh, now I'm like a fully Brockhampton fan. Sat two's coming out for me. It's like, oh, I'm a fully Tyler fan, and I'm excited for Cherry Bomb to come out. So yeah. again, 2015 that meant a lot for me, and I just think, I still think to this day that is his best produced album. You know, you could argue Cherry Igor. Bomb. Yeah, I disagree. I think especially with Igor out now, like I could be hot take, but it's just like I it just it's so many so much music. And people say maybe it's too much. I don't think it is. I think it's just it flows so well and there's all that. And then Igor and then Wolf and then yeah. Goblin Bastard. You know? Yeah. We just we just toss Goblin Bastard in the trash. Nah. It's yeah. good, but like it's in the bottom of the list. Um, I mean, this is like without saying all oh, like, I mean, we, we always say this, but classic reviews are ten out of ten albums for both of us. Yeah, I don't still know if it's a fully a ten out of ten for me, but it's still a classic. Like it's 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 an all time favorite of mine. Yeah, regardless. I mean, like you were saying, like for me, glitter is okay. For you, dropping seeds is like, eh, which I also kind of agree. Um, 
But yeah. but yeah, I mean, it's it's a classic. I mean, that's how we reviewed it. It's one of our favorite I albums. Mean, it's a classic. I hope you guys can like feel our emotions through this Zoom call. Yeah. Freaking, you know, but like, yeah. Go on, um, listen to it after. Like, you know, like, live yeah, it up. I, I say this every episode. It's like, when I listen to this album, and I think you can agree, it's like it just transport, transports me to that time period and how I was feeling that moment, you know? Yeah. It's a great way to like, you know, people people use pictures to visually remember remember stuff. Well, you know, you I use this album to, like, lyric like, um, which, what would be the adverb? Lyrically remember stuff, or like I have no idea. You know I don't know what though? wave you're on right now. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But I was vibing. No, nah. uh, I listened to Flower Boy to remember how I was feeling back then. So, oh yeah, remember you know? Yeah, that's no, what... I get you, I get you. But yeah, so <laughs> I mean, that's gonna do it, Flower Boy. We love it. We're not doing our segment in this one because we're gonna yeah. we're gonna we're gonna find a new way to sort of incorporate that because we're trying to keep our episode shorter. Yes. I don't have so, a timer. I feel like this one might have actually gone for pretty long, but yeah, know, bro, that's that's um, definitely why we're not gonna do it as well for this one because this has been probably a longer yeah. episode just us talking, I, you know. Yeah, and also I think our seg- yeah, our segments are gonna be changed. so. Thank you for listening to the Flower um, review first of all. Yeah, but our our segments are gonna be changed a little bit. We were kind of thinking doing a new round for Last FM that's yeah. more. Um, visually friendly and but also just like and to help us with you know keeping things shorter on the yeah. episode wide so it's not um, canceled but we're just kind of move it we'll, yeah. you, you'll, you'll see what we're doing with it later rex um, i mean rex we still i feel like still, we don't have canceled list of music. canceled uh, bodega day is canceled canceled because like, we're not I, we're not fitted we're not yeah we're we're fitted like not on zoom calls but like when we're at school and like we're yeah. coming like the boston we're drift out might come, it know? might come back eventually but just not now it might, it might come back i don't know We'll um, see. But this is um pickup video. <laughs> yeah. Well yeah, so um that's gonna do it for us in this episode. Thanks for tuning in. Definitely go out and stream Flower Boy after this. Um yeah. Uh, follow oh, follow us on our socials. I forgot about those. At Seem Sketchy yeah, Pod, Instagram and Twitter. You can follow me on those as well at Caber63. You can follow Garo at Garo Baz on Instagram and Twitter. Follow Baz Off Studios. We've had a successful release. Oh, sold out in the shorts. Heck yeah. Uh, we have one large, but, you know, um, it's sold out. Uh, shirts are going good. Buy a tote. It's a great gift for your, for your girl, for your, for your boyfriend, your girlfriend. Beach, you know, it's a great bag to have, you know. It's yeah. a great time. Yeah. But, yeah, thank you guys for listening. Yeah, we'll, we'll catch you guys next week. Boys. We'll see ya.